we're back. We're back. Uh, it's been a minute. Can you hold on? Are we rolling? Oh, we were rolling. Okay. Yeah. No, the, the, yeah, the little layout on this thing looked different. Whatever. We're fucking in it. Uh, gonna pop my, my Modelo here. Modelo. Modelo. Not a bad way to start. Official beer of the UFC, which is good because we're recording this at, it is three o'clock on the dot central right now. Um, I think it's UFC Vegas 69. Drage Blanchfield is starting right now. Prelims are starting right now. So if we talk about them a little later, we don't know how they end yet. Um, So fucking we'll give predictions and things like that. But we have by the time this comes out, the fights will be over. We have no idea right now uh, how they've gone. But how can you possibly watch UFC fights without Robodello? I'm watching it with Gentleman Jack on this fucking beautiful saturday i um of course I, I went to the gas station down the street to pick up these uh modellos about you know probably about an hour ago no about 30 minutes ago and um the guy there at the gas station is an older guy and he never says anything to anybody he's usually on the phone sometimes he'll give you a little hello like under his breath but he usually doesn't say nothing to you he just checks you out sends you on about your business and I, I walked up there, put my Bedellos down on the counter, and he laughed. Like, this is more emotion in his face than I've ever seen. And he was like, Modellos today, huh? And I was like, yeah, they're hard to beat. He's like, you're right about that. We had a little interaction. I've been going to that gas station for almost two years now. And that, that is the most interaction he and I have ever had. Doesn't it feel and, good? Uh, it does, yeah. No, it is good. Uh, yeah, no, it just, it caught me by surprise. I don't know. It just, it, you know, it never says anything. We always go on about our business, but you know, he's like, ah, Modelo today. I mean, my beer choices, if I'm buying beer at the store, uh, you know, it's, it's probably going to be a Modelo, you know, it, 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 I might pick up something like a shot top or platinum, maybe some, maybe some platinums if I want something a little heavier, but I, I would say Modelo is usually my my go-to have you drank a corona recently like at all Uh, i think i probably had it's probably been like a year since i've had a corona yeah because like we because that used to be my go-to you know i I would i would go over to your place and bring over coronas you know just a case of them and i i tried a corona a couple months ago and i was like this is disgusting (laughs) i was like this is terrible why would why i'd like that was my go-to beer for quite some time. Like in college and stuff, I like I was a, I was drinking Coronas, and yeah, I tried one a few months back, and I'm like, this is not good. Why was I drinking these? Like I, I, I feel like Modelo's are just better. They taste better, um, and Modelo is good with or without lime. Corona is probably pretty good with lime, but without it, it just kind of tastes terrible. Doesn't smell good. Tastes bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know what was going through my head in college. Not much. Not much. The answer to that question. Um, I was doing a lot of what I do now, fucking around. A lot of yeah, a lot of fucking around, thinking about political science shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just thinking about politics and, uh, yeah, no, not much has changed. Now I have a podcast where I talk about politics. So I wanted one back then too. We talked. We talked about one way back in the day years ago never got it together but finally we are on episode 42 
of uh i think that's right what does this thing say up top yeah 42 um yeah and i wanted to kick off this episode uh not talking about beer but although that is good if people were wondering what we're uh we're sipping on i want to talk a little shit about youtube fuck because YouTube. <laughs> yeah fuck youtube dude they took down one of my videos man and i, and I, I tweeted about it um, yeah yeah, I, I think when I texted you about it, my my wordage was these liberals at YouTube took down my video. <laughs> they did, man. They took down my video um, and they might take down this one, too, just because I'm going to mention some things that, you know, I mentioned in the one that they took down. But whatever, um, you know, this past Wednesday, there was a, a, a libertarian presidential forum moderated by Larry Sharp and or Larry Sharp and Chrissy Mayer. And it had four candidates, Chase Oliver, Lars Mapstead, Mike Termont, Joshua Rodriguez. People who have been listening to the podcast past few months recognize those last two names because they've been on the show. Uh, and I logged into my YouTube account to watch the forum and discovered that YouTube had taken down one of my videos, the video of the podcast I did with Joshua Rodriguez. Uh, and the reason that YouTube gave me for removing that video was medical misinformation, and we all know what that means. Well, well, now tell, tell us, tell our wonderful audience who YouTube has to have their medical information aligned with. Whose views? Oh yeah, they they yeah they specifically said uh, in the little fucking message they sent me or whatever they specifically said that they do not allow content on their platform that criticizes the World Health Organization's COVID guidance. That is that is. It's not it's damn near word for word what they said. Now, I haven't listened back through the whole episode uh, one because it's almost an hour and a half long. I think it's like an hour, 15 hour, 20 minutes. And two, I don't really like listening to my own voice. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Uh, I do listen to some parts of my podcast just to make sure that like the levels are, you know, like the uh, the levels of audio for like myself and my guest are about even and you know, I try to make sure that like the intro music is not uh, too loud, things like that. So, I mean, I'll listen to a little bit of it or, you know, whatever, but I, I don't I don't listen to my episodes in full because who wants to listen to their own voice for an hour and a half? Um, and YouTube did not specify what part of the video they had an issue with. They just sent me basically sent me my own video back and they were like, this is the problem. And it's just the whole episode. Fuck YouTube. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they didn't cut out a clip. They didn't give me like a time uh, stamp. They didn't give me nothing. They, they were just like, this video is the problem. Uh, but I imagine it's because we criticized uh, vaccine and mask mandates for a little bit of the podcast. Now, I don't think we even mentioned vaccine injury. I do not think it came up. Uh, maybe Josh mentioned it briefly. But we did not have an extended conversation about it. We might not have even had an extended conversation about COVID, maybe a little bit. But the podcast was an hour and a half long. We talked about so much other shit. And um, it's just silly for, for YouTube to take a little anecdote like that and use it as justification to remove uh, an entire video. I posted about uh, the situation on Twitter the same day as the forum this past Wednesday. Uh, I appealed the decision. My appeal was rejected like I imagined it would be. Um, and as a result, 
the strike that they put on my account will remain for 90 days. Uh, I think when we talked about it initially, I thought that those strikes were permanent. I don't know why I thought that. Um, but I think they only last for 90 days. But if you get three strikes in that 90 day period, your channel is like banned permanently. Damn. Well, the shit, this one's going to get flagged too. So we're going to have two strikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I thought they might be permanent. They're not. But I mean, you know, I'm going to put out a fair amount of episodes over the next 90 days. So uh, I hope YouTube leaves them the fuck alone. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Thank God the strikes aren't permanent, I guess. But uh, it sure would be fucking nice if YouTube valued free speech and didn't bow to the World Health Organization and COVID alarmists. I mean, come on, man. We know, we know that the World Health Organization, governments around the world and federal, state and local governments here in the states made just misguided and just flat out wrong and harmful policy decisions under the guise of slowing the spread. I mean, you know, really my, my two main points are in bringing this up on the show and we're, we're not going to spend forever on it, but my, my two main points are we deserve the right to criticize bad government policy, COVID related or otherwise. And Joshua Rodriguez is a candidate for president of the United States and voters deserve to hear from him. And you know, we've uh, we've mentioned it before. Fucking YouTube might remove this episode as well. We've already mentioned a bunch of different buzzwords that uh, <laughs> might attract the attention of whatever algorithm they use to determine what videos are acceptable to the hive mind or not. Um, YouTube is not even a main source of listens for this podcast. It's actually kind of the opposite. My YouTube channel has gotten fucking straight up no traction whatsoever, which is fine. I, you know, my podcast is available on a bunch of other platforms. It's totally fine. But I would like to continue using the largest video sharing platform in the world to spread my podcast. And I'd love for YouTube to leave my videos the fuck alone. Leave me alone. Dude. I'm not saying that's crazy. This all these what? fucking, all these words you've said, you've mentioned YouTube so many times. You've probably mentioned, I'm sure they their algorithm is like, does it say YouTube and fuck YouTube? And they're like, oh yeah, I banned <laughs> that shit. You know, they fucking are just like, that fucking chat AI bullshit, AI nonsense is fucking listening. We hadn't discussed that. That hasn't been on the podcast yet, but no, I, I think I, it's, yeah. We, we, we don't have to get into that right now. I'll keep you on your fucking, you got a schedule. So fucking. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, I think I might have mentioned it with fucking either either Rodriguez or uh, Kenan Dunham, who I had, who's running for president too. He wasn't a part of that forum for whatever reason, but uh, I mentioned it with one of those two. We talked about like AI and stuff like that. They're very interesting podcasts that I've done in the past couple of weeks with my guests. It sure would be nice if YouTube didn't take them down. Leave them alone, man. We didn't even say anything crazy. Like I said, we we weren't on there saying something. <laughs> we weren't saying like Damar Hamlin's a fucking clone or, you know, whatever. <laughs> weird, you know what I'm saying? Like we weren't saying this real weird shit that some of these like hardcore you know, anti-fucking whatever you want. I don't even know what you would call them. Like, we, we weren't even going down that road. We were just saying that, you know, like, I mean, vaccine mandates are fucking stupid. And mask mandates, come on. Like, we, we know that they didn't do all that much to slow the spread. I don't think that's a controversial thing to say. But according to YouTube, it is. I feel, so. like, I feel like vaccine mandates, like, I think COVID vaccine mandates are bullshit. I think there's probably some general vaccines that we know are very safe that you should probably give to your little 
fucking kids before they go to school with other kids. I don't know, though. I mean, unless, I don't know. Fucking, that's a whole other discussion. We have a pretty libertarian audience. They probably are going to fucking call me an idiot, but, you know. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I you know, I just, and, and like, we were, like, specifically talking about the COVID vaccine. We weren't even talking about, like, any other vaccines or anything like that. We were talking specifically about the COVID vaccine and how the government shouldn't force people to get it, which should not be that controversial a decision. And even if it was, like, why, like, we, we can't have a healthy discussion, a healthy, uh, this is not a, fun, this is not a show where I debate people, but like there, there can't be healthy discussion and debate on whether people should be forced to get the COVID vaccine. If, if someone who wants to force the fucking COVID vaccine wants to come on this show and have a debate, they're more than fucking welcome to, you know, this is the podcast of the people. Yeah. They might get shamed, you know, but <laughs> fucking whatever. They might get taken down. You yeah. Know? Might not be up for very long. And the other thing, too, is, um, you know, Spotify started adding uh, like COVID disclaimers under certain episodes. I think they started doing it after the whole Rogan thing. Um, And they they don't even hit my show with those. You know, like Spotify doesn't care. Spotify is cool. YouTube sucks. On the other hand, (laughs) I wonder what, what popped on the YouTube thing. Do what? I wonder what popped on the YouTube thing. Like, what was it? Was it because you had fucking Josh Rodriguez? That was the one that got, yeah, that's the one that got. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I assume that they have some sort of fucking thing that, you know, like automatically detects certain words or phrases. And and then they use that to determine whether a video should be banned. I mean, maybe they have somebody look over it. Um, YouTube did respond to my tweet for what it's worth. It's not really worth anything because they still fucking remove the episode. They did. They did respond to me fairly quickly after I tweeted about it, but they still kept the episode removed. So my issue remains. I'm just irritated. I'm irritated at YouTube. It, you know, it just it. Well, it sucks. Like I, I had a conversation with a presidential candidate, and YouTube doesn't think that that should remain on their platform, which is just crazy to me. It's nice. absolutely insane. Um, well, I mean, it's not like, yeah. No, I mean, other presidential candidates or presidents have been banned from platforms before, you know. Which is also fucking stupid. It is also fucking stupid. Stupid. I mean, remove Trump. No, (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. I I mean, he's the president. He was the president. He was the current president when he was removed. Like he was the current president of the United States when he was kicked off Twitter, and I don't think that. I think I always. I want to play devil's advocate though. But I don't. I don't fucking agree with any of the shit I'm necessarily about to say. But like, was there any reason at all? Like, I know that he had that one fucking video where he was like, "Go home, yada yada yada." Fucking like, and there was people like kind of inside the Capitol and shit like that. And like, I mean, I'm all for fucking. You know, I don't give a fuck. What's you should you shouldn't burn down fucking cities and you shouldn't break in shit. But like. I think, I don't know. I don't, I think everything there was just fucking, I think as an American, as all Americans probably were that weren't there. And even the ones who were there were probably just like, like, what the fuck? Why can't I walk into this congressional person's fucking office and kick my fucking feet up and walk out with a fucking stand and shit like that? They were, I mean, I I always assumed you'd get fucking shot. You know, if you did any crazy shit like that. I think most people assumed you'd get shot if you started acting out. Yeah, they do have law enforcement everywhere in D.C. I've only, I've only been one time, but that is something you notice 
you know, when you're in DC, you're like, damn. Oh, you feel like it. I've also only been one time. It feels like a different world, you know, like, yeah, it, it kind of feels similar to some of the towns like closer to the border here with like, you know, border patrol and everything like that. You know, you drive through and there's just, there's border patrol like everywhere. You notice them everywhere. It's like, it feels like that. You feel like law enforcement is everywhere and that's because they are everywhere. You know, God it's, um, man. I don't know. It's an interesting, you know, it's an, int- I mean, you know, it makes sense why there's law enforcement everywhere, you know, like it's not, it's not a surprise, but it's, it, you know, it feels, it feels different. It doesn't feel like you can get away with a whole lot when you see cops everywhere, but, uh, they got a let, got away with a whole bunch on January 6th, <laughs> a whole lot I more mean, than I think a lot of people would have expected. So I, I mean, I would understand if like in the moment <clears throat> you felt like that video fucking might've just kind of like go home, you know, he kind of way it wasn't very strongly, sternly saying like, cut the shit out. Like I can understand, like, I mean, temporary bans are one thing. I mean, if like the situation calls for it, but see all that, the the bullshit part is this is just like a United States thing, like fucking crazy leaders all over the fucking world call for violence on Twitter fucking regularly, you know, like there's people who are literally calling for violence, but Twitter won't like where are your, I'm not going to fucking word it like that on the podcast, but like what the fuck are you really doing over there? You know, like what's your fucking problem? But yeah. they take this. They take down your fucking podcast. Yes, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah. It's the third time, fuck YouTube. You know, <laughs> just if they were looking for another reason. Um, I, I've seen other people make you know with you know with regard to Trump, you know, getting banned off Twitter. I've seen other people make the case that like the I believe the head of the Taliban is on Twitter, and I believe or like the, maybe the Taliban just as a group is. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't follow. You know, not a follower. Uh, not not a yeah, not a big fan. Don't follow him. Um, and then uh, who? I think the supreme leader of uh, Iran is also on Twitter. Not a super great guy. Um, both the Taliban and the supreme leader of Iran way worse than Trump. Side yeah. side note here, and fucking, I guess this is going on the podcast, so I guess you can choose your answers wisely. Would you have any interest in some fucking? member of the Taliban coming on the fucking podcast. No, I don't think I would, man. You don't, you don't think like, you don't think like, I mean, not in like a supportive way or anything like that or giving them a platform. But I think, I mean, I personally think it'd be cool just to hear how people fucking think, you know, like what fucked up shit have you come from that? Fuck. Well, I mean, I assume it's fucked up because I grew up in the West, you know, like, but like how, how do these other humans view this fucking shit? Everything in the world. I think it's kind of interesting, but I don't know if it's meant for the podcast. You know, I don't. I don't think it's meant for my podcast. Um, you know, I mean, I, I've seen, I've well, I've seen journalists in, interview like uh, members of Hamas, and I'm sure there have been journalists that have interviewed members of the Taliban and everything like that. I am not a journalist, uh, not by any stretch of the imagination. I'm drinking a fucking Modelo talking to you on this podcast. I'm not a journalist. I, I mean, I feel like you're you're a journalist in ways. There's a lot of clowns that call themselves fucking journalists, you know? I feel like... Oh, that, that is true. That is true. And, yeah, no, there's some things we can say about that. There are a lot, <laughs> there are a lot of clowns calling themselves uh, journalists out there that are not actual journalists. But I'm also not an actual journalist. I just, I like to have... Um, 
you know, I, I like to have lighthearted conversations with people that I find interesting. Um, That's fair. You know, like it's not a it's not a debate show. Like I, I don't I don't want to debate someone. That's, it's not something I'm interested in. I, I don't really have any, it's not, you know, that's just not really what this kind of show is. Um, you know, like I've, I've had plenty of guests on that have said things usually in passing that I'm not, I mean, I mean sometimes even just, just outright, you know, said things that I don't necessarily agree with, but I'm not, I'm not going to just interrupt them in the middle of a, a podcast and be like, how dare you? That's, that's fucking stupid or whatever. You know, it's, it's not that kind of show. I guess if you had some ISIS motherfucker on here, you might be more inclined to like, like you don't want to argue, you don't, you know, you, it wouldn't really fit the show because you're not trying to like have somebody on here who everything they say could be possibly extremely fucking controversial. That's that. I, th- I think that shit probably is better reserved for like the fucking shit like Vice or whatever the fuck that's going to send some journalists into a fucking war zone for like thirty k. Yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, I'm I'm not. I'm not that guy. I just don't. Yeah. No, I, I, I personally just don't really have any interest in bringing somebody, uh, you also don't want to put your like fans on the show. You don't want to put your you fans tuning into your shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't need any feds fucking knocking on my door and raiding my fucking single bedroom apartment. You know, that's not, it's just not really what I need. Like I said, uh, at the beginning of this is just to, again, to reiterate, I don't agree with any of the things that I just said. I was just, you know, pushing, having a thought experiment, you know? Yeah. I think I'll stick to uh, libertarian candidates and uh, <laughs> UFC, a UFC, a UFC fighter every fucking four months. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I'd like to have more UFC fighters on. I think that would be, um, that would be really cool. They don't respond to my DMs though. Libertarians? They'll respond to you fucking DMs. They will. There's a certain yeah. There's a certain kind of person that's trying to get their voice out there. You know, candidates hit that fucking mark dead on. You know. <clears throat> yeah, they're just they're very accessible people. Um, you know. Well, I mean, it, not I all of them, but these libertarian ones are because they fucking are real people who deserve you know an actual seat at the two party table. You know. Yeah, and they much much like I'm like very appreciative of the guests that come on my show, you know, and I, I, I tell them, you know, and I, you could ask any, I always tell them, you know, very appreciative that they're on the show. I usually say it on here. And then after we wrap up an episode, you know, we might exchange a couple of Twitter messages and I, I just, you know, reiterate very thankful they came on the show. And I feel like a lot of them feel similarly, like even though my podcast is not the biggest podcast in the world, you know, it doesn't give you as much exposure as, you know, like the fucking like the Libertarian Forum they had a couple of days ago or going on somebody's show like like Larry Sharp or Spike Cohen, one of those guys, you know, it's not going to get you nearly that much exposure. But I think they do genuinely appreciate that somebody wants to have them on their show and wants to prop up Libertarian candidates like like I've been doing. Um, yeah. Who was it? Uh, it was Mike Termot, oddly, you know, another presidential candidate. Uh you know, he, he said something about like the importance of propping up other pro-liberty candidates. And, um, you know, it's just it's important for libertarians to have each other's back because they're not going to get this kind of coverage in, you know, the mainstream news or anything like that. And I mean, really outside of the, the medium of podcasts, they're not going to be able to go on to 
even if they did get a get a spot on like CNN or MSNBC, what are they going to get? Five minutes, ten minutes at best, and you know they're going to have a fucking host talking over them and asking them all the shit they don't care about. And you know when when they can come on a podcast like mine or like somebody else's and feel free to speak uh, freely about whatever, except for fucking vaccines, apparently, but whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. you said something. Uh, I was going to make a joke and just shame the Libertarian Party for how long this took them. You said libertarians or pro liberty people should have each other's backs and try to support each other, unless there's somebody who exposes themselves to minors, in which case, get them the fuck out of here. You know, ah, that is a fucking excellent, excellent transition. Uh, because you know, while I'm while I've you know spent the first 20 minutes shitting on YouTube. Uh, let's go ahead and shit on the just after I've said the importance of propping up libertarian candidates. Let's shit on the Libertarian Party for a minute, um, because now I'm not going to, you know, it's not really my intention to give uh, the rally that they're doing the Rage Against the War Machine rally. I don't really want to give it a whole lot of exposure. I'm not going to tell you when it is or where to find it or whatever. Um, but the Libertarian Party is like the main organizer for the rally. And I, I do wish I had some extra notes and had dug into some of these people a little more. So kind of lacking on some specifics that I might've had, you know, a week or two ago. Um, I had originally planned to talk about it on like last week's podcast, but I was a little sick and, um, you know, the fucking Volkanovsky Islam fight had just happened and the Super Bowl had just happened. So there were, there were big sports things. And like I said, I was a little sick, sore throat, fever, whole nine yards. So I just kind of left the political stuff off, made it mostly a uh, sports podcast. But um, I did want to shit on the Libertarian rally a little bit because they invited a guy by the name of Scott Ritter uh, on there. And he's former Marine. He was an intelligence officer. Um, he did some other shit, too. I can't remember exactly what. But... Uh, he also is a convicted, uh, sex offender and he was convicted of, I believe he was convicted of exposing himself to a minor online. Uh, actually, let me see here. Let me get it real, real specific. Oh yeah. You don't want to fucking slander anybody. You want to make sure you hit those facts that <clears throat> on the head, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm scanning through the Wikipedia page um, right now. So he, he was arrested in, and this is not the first time he had been caught doing this. Let's make that clear. He's done this multiple times, and it's this is publicly available information on his Wikipedia page. So all it would have taken is for the Libertarian Party to fucking Google this guy and look at his Wikipedia page for them to determine that he should not be invited to, his, to, to this rally in any capacity. Um, he was arrested in November 2009. Uh, over communications with a police decoy, this is on Wikipedia, uh, he met on an internet chat site. Police said that he exposed himself via a webcam after the officer repeatedly identified himself as a 15-year-old girl. Huh. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, it goes on to say that, uh, you, know, some, you know, some stuff about Ritter's testimony, he, he said he, he, he thought she was over 18, despite the fact that, you know, the fucking officer said repeatedly that she was 15. Um, and again, like I said, this is not the first time he's been caught doing this. He got in trouble in uh, 2001 
and the documents are sealed, so there's not a whole lot of specific information on it. But he was uh, charged in 2001 for trying to set up a meeting, again, from Wikipedia, with an undercover police officer posing as a 16-year-old girl. How do you not learn? How do you that fucking stupid? Also, was, you're a sick uh, fuck. All you know, I have. Uh, there's other thoughts, but I don't want to fucking encourage violence or anything like that because that's he's a sick obvious fuck. YouTube flag. <clears throat> he's yeah. a sick fuck, and like the idea, like the Libertarian Party, they had to have known about this. Like, and because it, it's right here. It's on, I'm looking at Wikipedia. He has a whole section on his fucking Wikipedia page. It says arrest and conviction for sex offenses. So it was it was literally a Google search and one click away. Um, and he did end up going to prison, uh, for a couple of years for it. Let me see. He, yeah. October, 2011, he received a sentence of one and a half to five and a half years in prison. Not enough. Uh, it was not enough. Not good. Not enough. He was, he was sent to a state prison in March, 2012 and paroled 2014. So he, he was caught. He did this multiple times. He was caught. The first case ended up getting I, I, he, he either settled or something happened and they sealed the documents. I'm not 100 percent sure, but he was convicted after this incident in 2009. He went to prison for it. He's a, he's a registered convicted sex offender. And the Libertarian Party and the Mises Caucus thought it was appropriate to invite him. I don't know why they would do that or even want to associate themselves with a guy like that. Now, it, it you know. Since, again, I wanted to talk about this incident you know, earlier. It just didn't happen in some of the earlier podcasts. Uh, it is important to say that Ritter did of his own. You know, he did this on his own, but he pulled out of the rally. This is after the Libertarian Party made a statement saying that it, they said something like it would be best if Ritter not attend. But they did not disinvite him. He chose to pull out of the rally. So even after, even if you assume they didn't know, which is not the case. They definitely knew who he was and what he did. They still invited him. Even if you assume that they didn't know, after you find out, should you not disinvite him? They knew they knew about all this controversy. They made a statement about it where they said it would be best if he didn't attend, but they were not the ones to disinvite him. He chose not to go. And the idea that yeah, the Libertarian Party just fucking... Like they didn't, well, they didn't care. That's really, that's really the best way to put it. They didn't care that he was a convicted sex offender who wanted to and intended to expose himself to a minor online. And that's fucking disgusting. And it's crazy to me that there are other people, you know, that are like excited for this rally and going to it. I was pretty disappointed to see Ron Paul's name on there. There are a couple of other big name guests like Tulsi Gabbard is going to be there. Um, I haven't checked the lineup recently, so I assume all these people are still attending. Uh, Dennis Kucinich, former congressman, is going to be there. Um, and there's a whole lot of other people. And it's just crazy to me that they would agree to attach their names to a rally with a guy like this on there. And not only a guy like like Ritter, a real piece of shit guy, but other people who are like literally on the Russian government. Uh, the Russian government's payroll. And I even think there's another guy who like who, who's on the Iranian government's uh, payroll. So like, and there, there are people who, this is supposed to be an anti-war rally. And there are multiple speakers that are going to be at this rally that have said themselves that they are pro-war and pro-Russia. Now, I'm not a genius, you know, 
I'm not a genius, but it makes sense to me that if you're going to have an anti-war rally, you not invite people that are pro-war and say themselves explicitly they are pro-war. That just makes did sense. They say, did they say they were pro-war or were they like they're pro-Russia fucking invading Ukraine or whatever the fuck? You know, but, I, 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 okay, because pro-war is not good. I know the fucking Russia think there's people who, you know, don't, I mean, you know, there's, we all have that little fucking conspiracy bit to us where we're like, wait a fucking second. Is anything, you know, what it's told it is, but like, you know, whatever. I'm sure there's fucking, everything is a gray area in some way. Nothing is clearly black and white, but I feel like being, being anti-war generally, that is black and white. You should not fucking want to, I don't yeah. know. I mean, is there a justifiable war? That's a different fucking conversation, but no, continue with what you were talking about. That is a much, that is a fucking we could, we could do a long podcast on that. Um, <laughs> so there, yeah. So the yeah, there are people that have described themselves as both like pro-war and pro-Russia. And again, this is supposed to be this is supposed to be an anti-war rally. It doesn't make any sense to me. You would invite someone that has openly, publicly described themselves as pro-war. I also don't think you can describe yourself as anti-war or be a speaker at an anti-war rally if you are pro-Russia. You know, I think there is a very clear distinction to be made between, you know, it, it, like you can criticize the Ukrainian government, you can criti criticize Zelensky, you can criticize the aid that we're giving to Ukraine and how much we're giving and how that money is being spent. You can criticize all of these things and we can have, you know, a conversation about that. But to to be pro-Russia, like the the country that is invading Ukraine to you know to support the invaders is isn't is a pro-war stance how could you possibly invite these people that you know approve of the invaders invading Ukraine it 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 does not make sense it doesn't make sense i don't know why the the libertarian party and the mises caucus and the people's party which is like a like a socialist slash communist political party, minor political party. Um, you know, I don't know why they would invite people like that to the rally, but they did. And they got a lot of backlash for it, rightfully so. Um, yeah, no, I just, yeah, you know, it's... What is, it's really what is the reason for... Why, what is the... I probably sound like a fucking idiot. What is the reason that Russia has given for the fucking invasion? I know it's been like the fucking... This is again trying to play devil's advocate without actually having that strong of feelings about, you know. I probably I, I lean that yes, Russia has invaded Ukraine and everything else, but like after that, I don't really know. Like, like what what's the motive? You know, I mean, I feel like this has been going on. Next week will be a year now. Like, is this like a? I mean, it's fucking. It's a couple of things. From my understanding, it's you know NATO and shit. We haven't really had a long discussion about this. Like. It's NATO and shit like that. Like, uh, Ukraine's kind of this fucking, you know, it's kind of a fucking very corrupt kind of fucking place, but it's kind of like the most Western Eastern country, but also like the most Eastern Western country. It's just fucking, it may, and, and like a lot of people are native Russians and shit like that. Like, I heard some shit today. Like, it was like, the reasoning was like that Russia is trying to make it where we are not a, like independent fucking nation, yada yada yada. Like, I mean, 
I don't know. Human history has been around fucking a quite a long time. At one point, Ukraine was its own thing, and at one point, it was fucking not its own thing. So, like, it's just like making an argument about something that's not really like. If you, I mean, you can you can think about the world in your own little snapshot of time, or you can think about the world in like the whole thing that's existed so far. And like, if you're not all on the same page, you're gonna have very different opinions about things like land borders and cultural shit and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Why I I believe the two main reasons that Russia has given for the invasion um, is well, like their their goal, I guess you could say, is to denazify Ukraine. And then they you know they've also tied in like uh like NATO expansion, obviously something that Russia does not support. Russia has said that, you know, like NATO encroach you know, getting closer and closer to their borders is, you know, that's also a justification. I, I think that's pretty I, I don't I don't know like if that argument I don't disagree with. Like I mean fuck it, there's a lot of ways to look at like global relationships i don't think i mean that was thing something i really liked about trump was he was like why can't we just fucking you can say whatever you can believe whatever fucking conspiracy you want about his relationship with russia and shit like that which i feel like most our listeners probably that's all dog shit i feel like everybody's already established that that's dog shit but anyways it's like uh like what is i don't know fucking he was like we should get along why not just get along with them i mean why not why not just rewrite this fucking episode of human history the way you want to rewrite, rewrite it or make it? What did you, I mean? It's not fuck. Everything is like your whole, even like your fucking your thoughts on your own country and like what it is. Everything is what you fucking believe it is. You know, when it comes to things like that that aren't like a fucking measurable science. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like foreign relations is a really, really tricky thing. You know, it's hard to. It's hard to balance like wanting to get along with other countries and wanting to advance your own goals. Because I feel like, especially between, I mean, if you look at the relationship between like the United States and and Russia or or, or NATO and Russia, I feel like they have like contradictory goals. NATO was created explicitly to prevent Russian expansion, and Russia <laughs> is a country kind of notorious for wanting to uh, expand and have more territory. And I've, I've said before, I don't know if I've said it on here, but I think, um, you know, I, I think Putin fancies himself after a lot of people compare him to Stalin. And I, and I don't think that's well, one, their ideologies are not, their political ideologies are not the same. Like Putin is not a communist. You know, he is an authoritarian, just like Stalin was, but he's not a communist. He's a he's a right wing authoritarian. And I've said before that I think a more appropriate description of Putin is a or or a more like someone he actually wants to emulate is Peter the Great. You know, I think that is more kind of the realm that he sees himself as. I think he wants to rebuild that that Russian empire, you know, and I, I think that annexing Ukraine, or at least parts of Ukraine, you know, the parts that have been in conflict basically this entire time, I think that would, I I think he would consider that a win for, like a major win for himself and his legacy. 
Because Putin is, how old is Putin, actually? Let me fucking see. I, there's all these rumors about his health and things like that, but a lot of those rumors are not really based in anything. But he, he is older, you know, he's not. He's not He'll be fucking much. tapping his foot at some fucking meeting. And <laughs> people are like, oh, look at him. Look at what he's doing with his feet. I mean, yeah, it looks fucking weird, but like, I mean, he's obviously not a fucking normal person. He's, you know, like he's a yeah. world leader. There's no normal person who fucking becomes a world leader, you know? No, you have to be crazy to even want the gig. Crazy as fuck, dude. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? I mean, I say that, and you have people on your podcast who are trying to be a world leader, but they never <laughs> win because they fucking are too reasonable. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. And to be fair, I, th I think maybe a lot of those guys would also describe themselves as crazy for running for president, too. <laughs> oh, for fucking you know? sure. Yeah. Especially because the, the convention, the Libertarian convention is... I believe it's a little over a year away. So like, they're going to have to go through this whole fucking, I mean, you look at how grueling and everything like the, the Republican primaries and the democratic primaries and the general election are, it's the same thing for the libertarians. They've got to campaign endlessly all these, all these months over a year. You know, I bet, I bet, you know, if, if they're not crazy before, you know, they started their campaign for president, the campaign will probably make them crazy. You know, oh, yeah. all the traveling around and, all these different meetings and forums and debates and everything like that. So yeah, if they, if they weren't crazy before the campaign might, uh, it might make them crazy. All um, that just to fucking get shut out by the, the fucking bullshit corporate media and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's important to come on podcasts and things. It's why it's fucking important to make this motherfucking podcast, the biggest goddamn podcast there ever was. So people can hear how real people talk, you know, go below the surface. Shit, we're working on it. We're working on it. Putin is seventy years old. I, that was what yeah, I originally that's wanted fucking, to look up. That's about. Did he? I mean, that's that's quite the accomplishment. He's been leader of Russia for how long? Uh, over a decade. Oh yeah, no, it's been it's been like over two decades at this point. Well, he had to take a break there in between because something with the terms and whatnot. Yeah, no, he fucking went from being like president to prime minister back to fucking president or something yeah you know, yeah like, yeah that's what it was and then he amended the constitution so that he could remain in power for a couple more terms what a fucking what a, <laughs> what a fucking cool thing to do you know that's yeah, a fucking it's a wild power to have <laughs> it's like ah, you know i don't like these term limits let me just get rid of them let me just throw them out uh also just speaking on putin's health this is i, I wish i could remember which government did this i think it was the danish government one of their like intelligence chiefs was like, we believe Putin is dying of cancer. And what proof did they give of that? Just the way that he looked at like a public appearance that he did. They're like, oh, it's something with his face. We can tell that he has this kind of cancer and we think he's going to die in a couple of months. I'm like, You're, you don't know any of these things. What a fucking embarrassment. You know, it's so, like, like, they, they didn't cite anything, nothing. They just, they're, they're guessing. But like, this is the head of, I think it was the Danish intelligence agent. I'm not 100% sure. Whatever. It was one of the countries over there, you know. Uh, it was one of them. And they were like, wait, he's going to die of cancer in a couple of months. And it's like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all are just throwing shit out there, man. It's like, Putin, you can criticize Putin and make fun of him and everything like that without having to just pull shit right out of your ass, you know. Like, you know, you, have, <laughs> there's just I, other ways to go about it. Have people always been this fucking, like, like, has media always been that fucking stupid media and fucking politicians and shit? Like, have they always been dumb as shit? Or is this like a 
because I feel like when you grow up, you fucking look at everything through rose-colored glasses. You're like, fucking, president's supposed to do this. Everybody fucking, you know, leaders, you, you expect that leaders are fucking noble, intelligent individuals, but usually they're fucking idiots. Like, is that is that just a, a new thing, or has this always been this way? Well, I, th- I think there is, just like, as, as somebody who, you know, lives in America, I think you have an inherent desire to want to believe the best in like your, your country's intelligence agencies, right? Like you, you want to believe that they're doing important work for the country. And, you know, you, you want to have faith in your institutions. That's something that's been talked about endlessly over the past couple of years with Trump and everything like that. But I, I think the default position for most people is, is to want to assume that they are doing the best that they can, that they are acting in, you know, our interest. And I think that we, we know now that that's just not the case. And I, I mean, you know, there's people that don't have the time or really even the, the desire to want to sit down and like, look at all this stuff like we do, you know? So people just kind of ignore it and they, they don't hear the things that we hear about it. And they, you know, they're, they're focused on like providing for their family and fucking paying rent and things like that. They're not, they're not digging into this stuff. They're not going below the surface like people like you and me are. Um, they, they just want to assume that their government is working in their best interest. But I feel like we all know that that's not the case all the time. They definitely are not acting in our interest every single time. And it's important for people like, well, well, it's important for the fucking media. Of course, the media sucks, too. We, we could drag them all day. But, you know, that's why oh, it's so wait, important. I, let me interrupt you. For the fourth time, I'd like to say fuck YouTube. But <laughs> yeah. No, like, you know, it, it's important for the mainstream media to call out the, our government and our intelligence agencies when they are doing things that are not in our interest, you know, but oftentimes they don't. And we've seen, you know, here recently, you know, in, in the not too distant past that our intelligence agencies, our government have been conspiring with, well, Twitter, it's a fucking prime example you know, they, they were conspiring to, to ban people for certain things and everything like that. Like Twitter and the FBI were working, you know, in collusion with one another to use another fucking favorite word of the mainstream media. And this this video is getting flagged for sure. <laughs> YouTube ain't going to like this one. Um, you know, and, and like that stuff should be called out. And that's why it's so it's so weird to see people, usually people on the left, because they don't like Elon and everything like that. They just, they just ignore it. They don't think it's a big deal, but like the FBI coordinating with Twitter to, you know, promote a certain narrative and to ban certain people. It's like, that should be concerning to you. That that should be, that should be on the news till like, until fucking like pretty much until fucking something or is done about it. You know, like that should be, there should be nothing else talked about in Congress until like, but that just makes that just goes to show you that you know your your seemingly pro liberty like Republicans are all also part of the fucking machine too. Oh yeah, yeah, they definitely are, and I mean you see this, like you know specifically with like the FBI and Twitter. You know, Elon has uh, you know gotten certain people, different different kinds of people to report. You know, they're calling it the Twitter files. There's these big long threads that. You know, I probably should pay a little more attention to. 
Um, yeah, I, I fucking one hundred percent agree with that. I, I will occasionally check on. There's just been like thirty of them or something so far. Yeah, there's been so I've many. Been it's like, yeah, you'll miss one. You know, you you know, you don't hop on Twitter that much for a couple of days, and you'll miss like two or three, and you're like, God, I can't. It's like I'm already too far behind. But no, you, you know, and you have one side. You have like the more right wing crowd, the more libertarian crowd. You know, criticizing the FBI and, and Twitter. You know, the old school Twitter regime for doing this. And then you have people on the left that instead of criticizing, you know, the, the old executives at Twitter and the FBI, they're criticizing Elon and the people that he has uh, tapped to, you know, like uh, put out the Twitter files. Like they're attacking the people putting the information out rather than, you know, the FBI and Twitter that were colluding to fucking ban people and promote a certain narrative. It's like they're attacking the messenger rather than like the actual problem. And it just goes, you know, that's just a fuck, one of many examples of just how polarizing everything has become. Everything. You, like, there's no, there's hardly bipartisanship on, on anything, except for stripping away your rights. The duopoly does love that. <laughs> you know, they fucking love it, man. That's why it's important to, you know, to support pro-liberty candidates when you can both parties want to take away your civil liberties. They're just chopping away left and right, both of them in different ways. And you shouldn't support any of it. It it should all be concerning to people. Regardless of what side you're on, like, you know, there's no need to be so tribal with your political affiliation, your political party. You shouldn't be loyal to any political party. Like earlier in this podcast, I described myself as a libertarian, which which I do kind of generally. I mean, if I had to slap a label on myself, that would probably be the one that I use. But it's not it's not 100 percent accurate. You know, I have libertarian views. I have conservative views. I have liberal views. You know, it's just I'm I consider myself you know pro liberty and I want uh, you know, I want to promote people that are interested in protecting our civil liberties. You know, and I I described myself as a libertarian, but then I also went into a rant about how fucking ridiculous the Libertarian Party is being with this rally that they're doing and the people they're inviting. I mean, there's yeah, there's there's also other there's definitely other things that like just for our listeners who are not solely libertarian. I'm sure like you said this before on the fucking podcast, though, like the default is libertarian. But I think the default is libertarian with the recognition that there is there is a little bit of fucking. Well, I mean, you look at something like this fucking, this fucking shit happened. This is a really good fucking transition. The East Palestine shit, you know, like you need some kind of fucking like regulation on that shit. You need some kind of regulation on the rail. And like, I think every American realizes that you need that, like that if you have too much soul, like uh, fucking just pro business shit happening and like. That sometimes people like businesses can get reckless when the almighty dollar is the most powerful thing. You know, we need like, I think most people, like you said in the past, the default was fucking libertarian. I think the default is more like a fucking Teddy Roosevelt, you know? It's like, yeah, fucking nobody, like, if you explain human, like, or American history to people, what makes America fucking great, you know, like, it's like being able to be pro liberty, pro fucking small business, and like, getting rid of corruption and fucking monopolies and shit like that. Cause then it's just, it's easy to like, it's just like anything else. When you fucking have just a few people in charge of shit, it becomes very like, uh, it's easy to fuck shit up. 
<clears throat> you know, there's personal interest involved. If you have a hundred people in charge of fucking how many people live in this country, I don't fucking know. I fucking is it like a it's a hundred uh, million? I don't know. No, it's, it's like three hundred fifty million. Fucking, it's a lot. I don't know the exact number, but three hundred thirty-one million. Yeah, goddamn, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. Hundred million. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> we ain't had a hundred million since like nineteen twenty-two. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of people, man. And you know, like you know, like you said, um, like being like you, you shouldn't be an anarchist, right? Like there definitely needs to be some some law and order, little regulation, so that when things like these Palestine thing happen, you know, there we, we can hold people accountable. You don't want businesses to just run amok. I mean, that's how you get like crony capitalism and um, there's like a work corporatism. You know, that's how you get something like that. And that that's not ideal either. Like, you know, you, de- you definitely need some guardrails there so shit doesn't just hit the fan. Uh, now, I mean, what's going to happen to the, the railroad company and everyone else involved with the whole East Palestine tobacco? I don't know. I have no clue. Um, I mean, they should be held accountable. It's They're like a major fucking railroad, you know, like. I mean, I think it's the same thing when it comes to, like, fucked up policing and shit like that. If you start going after, like, not after taxpayer dollars, but after their pensions and shit like that, there's so much more accountability. When everything's just all about, like, like, I'm all about, like, you know, like, fucking, you know, I think the stock market's a good thing. I think shit like that. Like, you know, being able to sell shares of your shit is all good. But, like, when, oh, man, the answer is honestly just getting money out of politics and getting it where fucking politicians can't trade in the market and shit like that they could train like trade in like fucking you know what is it called mutual funds or whatever the fuck no it's not the right i don't know what the fuck it is but like generally like pro u.s fucking shit you know but like i know with this fucking train wreck there was something about the fucking brakes on it i don't know i hadn't fucking looked into it enough i just see the fucking fish dying in the water and then them offering a fucking grant to all the people living there that's fucking insane but yeah, yeah. Like, and I, yeah, I, I heard that, um, I don't, of course I, I don't know. I haven't looked into it since I heard it, but I heard that like a condition of accepting that thousand dollars is that you can't join a lawsuit against the railroad. So of course. they're like, you know, they're trying to buy people's silence because they, they know they fucked up bad. I mean, we're, you know, the mainstream media was like oddly quiet on this issue for a minute. I mean, there were people talking about it, of course. Like, obviously, you know, I don't want to discount the people that were on it from the beginning. But I feel like at large, a lot of the media was was oddly quiet. And just the more stuff you hear about it. Um, I mean, the Ohio River is contaminated. There were those fucking videos like J.D. Vance was out there and he stirred up the water with a stick. And it just, you know, it's like rainbow colored. And I saw somebody, I saw a video of somebody... Uh, was they made some coffee or something and they used, you know, they used the water they had there and they poured milk into it and the fucking water started, the coffee started like sizzling. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, some, like some fucking fried chicken, dude. Like sizzling. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they, they've issued a, a thing saying like, don't, don't drink the fucking water. The Ohio River is contaminated. It supplies like 10% of the country's water, you know? And here this man's trying to drink him some coffee and the motherfucker starts sizzling. Dude, uh, not, not financial advice, but you should definitely, whatever company that is, you should definitely short the fuck out of them. 
on your fucking little stock market account, you know? Yeah. Yeah, really Just, fuck them up. Let them know they fucked up. Like, remember <laughs> the, the, uh, there was that company that fucking, uh, this is, again, not financial advice for anyone, for any of the fucking, you know, regular hundred or so listeners. I don't know how many people listen. Don't, don't but, take financial advice from... I fucking, I'm fucking, no, I will, I will, I will, if you want financial advice, I'll like lose you all your money if you get it from me. Uh, fucking, um, yeah, no, fucking, what was that bullshit out in California? Those people, the paradise fires and all that shit. Just fucking, the company, they do, their, their shit went straight the fuck down. Obviously, you know, there's a big California utility company. Dude, fucking go buy you some puts. Why not? What's hold you back? <laughs> yeah, that thing's gonna drop. Let me tell you, I'm not an expert, but their stock ain't gonna be doing so hot after something like that. It's just crazy. I mean, you see the, I don't know, seeing the stuff in Ohio really is mind blowing. Like the cloud that was over the town and all the water being infected. Or, or they they were just like, come on back after like four days. Like it ain't shit. Come on back. It ain't nothing. It's like wait what a minute. The fuck? <laughs> it's like wait, this doesn't seem right. There's literally the fucking the picture of the the cloud. It literally looked like a like a, some sort of like Disney movie where the villain lives in a castle and it's just got these dark <laughs> like dark storm clouds over it. That's what fucking That's exactly what it looks like. like. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, come on back. It's fucking fine." It's like, no, it ain't fine, man. It ain't fine. Well, that air ain't good. The water ain't good. There's fish dying like a hundred miles away or whatever it is. Dude, like we both live a pretty fucking long distance away from the we might be fucked too you know yeah that's that's the other thing too is you know the more information we hear about it the more horrifying it is and yet there's still stones that got to be unturned there's stuff that we have no idea how long this will last what the long-term effects will be i saw yesterday they were I, i don't know this is this is me citing sources or whatever the fuck that like i can't recall i'm off the dome so that they might have been dog shit but, you know, so far, all of the conspiracies have turned out to be true. So I saw something the other day about, like, I think it was yesterday. They're finding out that there was a lot of other different chemicals in there as well. So not just the fucking uh, shit that they used to make PVC pipe. I think that's what it was burning up. Mm. It was like the liquid version. Apparently, when it's in your pipes, it doesn't do shit to you. But, like, fucking now, I don't even know what the fuck to believe, you know? I, I as you know, that should be surely some fucking nerd somewhere has studied that enough to know our pipes aren't you know killing us giving us cancer but you, you would hope <laughs> you would hope maybe though fucking who knows who knows that's just Get like you, nerds this fucking, <laughs> i think it all wraps it back around to getting fucking money out of politics is the move yeah yeah i think so um you know and like you know a big part of this conversation has been like how pro rail biden is you know, and like whether that will affect like how harshly um, the railroad company is held. Dude, he already said, fuck their union. He said, no, y'all bitches are working. <laughs> you don't get any days off. I don't know exactly what he said, but I know he did say, fuck y'all get back to work. Yeah, no days off. We haven't even mentioned like the other, uh, like there have been other trail or train derailments in other places that have had similarly harmful chemicals. Like I think there was one in uh, Houston that had some harm, harmful chemicals on it. And then I think one in, uh, I think South Carolina or North Carolina, one of those two, you know, it's like what, you know, you know, focusing on, focusing on Ohio is important. Like, don't get it twisted. That's, that's a big one. But like, 
there are all these other train derailments that have happened. And train derailments, I've, I've since learned since the Ohio thing is not uncommon, but I feel like they don't always like produce these harmful chemicals and like spill them out into our water and into the ground. And What if they fucking do? We just haven't been being told about it. <laughs> yeah, just constant. We average like four to five train derailments a day. In it's insane. What the so, fuck is that about? Yeah. What if every one of them is just pumping awful shit into our environment? We don't maybe why not would you, anymore, but like, why would you, you know. ever get on a fucking train? I don't know. I'd like to know where they're derailing, you know? Go fix that shit. I don't get it. That's it, it, that's where fucking that's where you create wealth in your fucking country. If government's gonna do anything, it's fucking funding that kind of shit. I don't know. Or you can make private businesses fund it too. That would probably fucking strengthen the dollar a little bit more. But I mean if there's anything you're going to spend money on as a government, it's like infrastructure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Infrastructure spending is, you know, it, it's usually not bad. Like the return on your dollar is very good. Of course, there's, there's other things you have to take into account, like the state of the economy and inflation and everything like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you were looking for, you know, if you were going to put money into something, I feel like infrastructure is a better bet than, a lot of the other useless shit that I mean, does that strength does does spending on that kind of shit strengthen I guess it strengthens your economy, but would it be better? I guess it is kind of done by private businesses funded kind of with the government. I think this is kind of that thing where it's like there's a gray area. Like government doesn't need to like handle all of it, but I don't know. I guess that's a good thing that tax dollars go for. I I would I'd be happy to pay some taxes if it fucking goes to fixing the fucking railroads, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't like it, it to go to stupid shit. Yeah, if it keeps the railroad or it keeps the train upright and not contaminating our water, it'd be great. And that'd be nice. That would that would be nice. Um, yeah, want to want to do a little bit of a transition here, just because we have crossed the hour mark and oh shit, there are fights yeah. on, and I do have to pee. So yeah, uh, I do too. That's just, funny. Just to, <laughs> just, just to close this out. The fucking, I, I've drank about fucking half this bottle of Gentleman Jack. It's not a big bottle, but it's not the smallest bottle they have either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's a, yeah. No, great drink for the podcast. Um, yeah. We've, I feel like we've talked about some real, uh, real depressing shit on the show. You know, I mean, well, it's just been, you know, you, YouTube taking the video down. Then we talked about Russia and Ukraine and, uh, you know, the, the, the East Palestine thing and everything like that. Um, something a little more lighthearted and we found out earlier today we were on the phone just talking and uh it was a fucking hard transition but in case anybody missed it there was a man in uh, uh britain that stole two hundred thousand cadbury cream eggs uh hold on let me find his name i do want to shout about <laughs> he needs to he's, he will be coming on the podcast hold on let me let me go find him uh hold on let me find him uh, hundred thousand eggs stolen. Gee, it's it's Jody something. I can't remember his last name. Jo no, Joby Pool is his name. Thirty year old Joby Pool stole two hundred thousand Cadbury cream eggs. That is, uh, I saw a New York Times article about it. So, uh, you know, this information is coming from them, but they said it was thirty seven thousand dollars worth of Cadbury cream eggs. And when we were on the phone earlier. We, we did some math, little, we did little some math. math. All right. We did some math because we were curious as to uh, to how long it would take somebody to eat 
What was your prediction? What What is your prediction? What What was your? Did you have a thought? Because I had said I think it would take 200,000 200, Cadbury eggs. I was thinking it would take about nine months, and I was fucking. I was very wrong. You'd have to be going. I I have the answer here in front of me, so I can't really make a prediction. I probably would have guessed like maybe a couple of years. That's a lot of Cadbury cream eggs, but like I would not have guessed that the answer was what it is. Um, so just a little, little how, math. How, how, yeah, how did you come? To, how did you come to the at this calculation? And what's your yeah? Yeah, here's some math from two guys that are not particularly great at math. Um, so it's two hundred thousand Cadbury cream eggs. Uh, there are 150 calories per egg. Uh, and if you ate 3,000 calories worth of eggs per day, it would take 27.4 years to eat all of them. 27.4 years to eat 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs. And that's if you like ate nothing else, like 3,000 calories a day, all all Cadbury cream eggs, 27.4 years. Do your fucking teeth would fall out. Yeah, yeah. You, you would have... I'm sure a number of issues with your health before you got to uh, 27.4. I years. think you would probably die before you fucking made it there. Yeah. Yeah, dude, your teeth would fall out. You, honestly, your whole body would just stop working. I'm sure because you can't humans were not made to survive off Cadbury cream eggs, despite how fucking delicious they are. They are so good. good. I wish they that someone, good. if goddamn, if someone listens to this podcast is a fucking, some sort of fucking is a bioengineer a job? I don't fucking know. Well, bioengineer us some healthy Cadbury eggs. <laughs> Actually, better yet, Joby Pool, uh, steal some more and send them my way. <laughs> yeah, come on the fucking podcast. He will be on here. Well, he's he's so he 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 got caught just just to kind of wrap the little story up. He got caught not long after he uh, stole the eggs, and uh, I forget what police department it was, but they they had a little fun with it on Twitter. He was convicted, found guilty of uh, criminal damage and theft, and he is set to be sentenced on, I believe, it's either March 4th or March 14th. Um, so, yeah, uh, after he gets out of prison, <laughs> you know, it'd be fun to uh, talk to him, see what was going through his head. Uh, I wonder I what think, kind of sentence he'll get. I wonder if it was just like a giant fucking prank. I don't know what uh, what is the appropriate punishment for stealing two hundred thousand Cadbury cream eggs. I really don't I know. I so it's, it's it's. I mean, I understand it's thirty seven thousand dollars worth of of eggs, which I mean, it's fair. Like if you stole thirty seven thousand dollars from anyone, you would probably get a pretty heavy sentence. But it's hilarious. It Cadbury cream thing. eggs. <laughs> it's fucking funny. I think it's you should get like. Funny. You should get like a Tosh.0 web, web redemption, you know? Do people still, does, does he still fucking have a show? I have no fucking I don't know. I have no, I've not, dude, I've not thought about that show in a long time. I have no idea. Um, But yeah, Joby Poole, uh, after you get out of prison, uh, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk Hell about yeah. this heist that you did. Because it is, I will say, one of the funniest freaking heists I've ever heard of. That's, even the police thought it was funny. The people that arrested him for it thought it was hilarious and made jokes on Twitter. It's very he was caught pretty quick, wasn't he? He was, dude, he was caught like, I, well, my understanding or the way it sounded in the article is that he was caught like down the road. Like he didn't even, I don't even know that he made it anywhere with the eggs. I think they caught him fairly uh, quickly. So it's hilarious. It's very funny. You shouldn't steal anything. You shouldn't steal three, uh, $37,000 worth of anything, but. If you're going to steal 30, if you're going to steal $30,000 worth of anything, you should do it in Cadbury eggs. 
Yeah. He had a good business plan, I will say. You know, Easter is, is coming up in you know, fuck a few months, whatever. You know, he would have had a monopoly on the Cadbury cream eggs. He could have sold them for a profit. I get what he was going for. How many do you think, like, how many how many Cadbury cream eggs are eaten, eaten every Easter? It's got to be fucking millions. Hold on. Let me, we, we could do this. will be one of the last things we do before we close this out. But how many? Fuck, oh, I can't spell. Let me spell the word how. Cream eggs are eaten. I'll just do it every year. Oh, shit. Okay. Fucking 500 million cream eggs are oh, made every year with two-thirds of them being enjoyed in the UK. Oh, my God. 500 million? Holy fuck. They should have let him keep them. What the fuck? That was hilarious. He didn't even steal that many. <laughs> he stole that fucking minuscule amount. 500 million? A fraction. He, he stole a fraction of a fraction, man. 500 million. They had... They had so many more. They didn't even need the 200,000 that he stole. Oh, my God. 500 million. Two-thirds are eaten in the UK. They, I mean, I like Cadbury cream eggs, but not as much as uh, the Brits, I don't guess. Holy fuck. What the fuck is, what, what is What is the problem? I can't do an accent, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't either. Uh, I, don't, I don't, you're, yeah, you fucking, it's not, it's not offensive to the British, because you're fucking, you're one of them, aren't you? As your fucking descendants. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I came from over there a while back, a long time ago. So it's fine. It's totally fine. That's a lot of eggs. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is, yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good way to close it out. Um, no, it's been good. There were some other things that we could have got to, but uh, there's some fights going on right now. So we're going to hop off here and uh, go watch some of them. Quick predictions before we do. Uh, oh, shit, I don't have them pulled up. So not as quick predictions. Before we hop off, oh come Put on! Just give me a like, big parlay earlier. I wonder if it's hidden. Hold on, let me find it. Very well prepared for this episode. Uh, oh yeah. If somebody, if they made it this far in, y'all just fucking chill, you know. Oh wait, hold on. I posted them on Twitter already. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I've got I've got Jessica Andrade right, and uh, Jim Miller OSP. I think are winning all. Uh, all today so osp's fighting right now yeah so fucking yeah oh shit yeah yeah, let's hop off here uh see if my predictions land they did not last weekend i predicted every single fight wrong so don't take your betting advice from us either no uh yeah that's (laughs) it for us let's hop out of here and go watch some fights